Good morning, girls and boys. As you know, the country has been at a virtual standstill for the last two months. Shops, restaurants and other businesses have been closed. And the government has been paying people to stay at home at astronomical cost. Yet our transport system needs to continue in some form to enable our key workers, doctors and nurses, but also our supermarket workers and others to get to work. But only a fraction of people are now using public transport, and thus there is not enough income to keep it all going. You may have heard yesterday that the government has just made a, a grant of £1.6 billion to keep London transport going. In total, as a result of the COVID-19 virus, the government has spent some £125 billion. That is £125,000 million to keep the country together and to ensure that families can put food on the table. Now, the government has, of course, borrowed money as a result of ever-increasing costs and lower tax revenues as the lockdown economy continues to shrink. But how is all this to be paid for? Boys and girls, we can't just say the government will pay because where does the government get its money from? And the answer is from your parents, and indeed from all working people, including your teachers. Taxation is the system by which a society functions. And when you are older, depending on how much you earn, you may have to give up to nearly half your income to the government. And it is this money which pays for ambulances and hospitals, um, the paint which is used to make the white lines on the road, the building of motorways, the armed forces, the police service, and so on. And this taxation also pays for, or it's meant to, the caring of all the vulnerable in our society, those who have no job, or those who are too ill or too old to work. The wealth and happiness of a country is not to be measured purely by its gross domestic product, by its revenue, but by the willingness of its people to pay its taxes and for its government to ensure that all are nurtured, all are valued. There are huge differences in attitude to taxation around the world. There are plenty of people, often very rich people, including business people and much admired sports stars, pop stars and actors, who pay very little tax by, by structuring their affairs in a certain way. And, it has to be said, we live in a world where some of the richest companies in the world pay little or no tax. And you might justifiably want to ask, why? But the attitude to taxation is starkly different in Scandinavia. Uh, Norway, for example, is a country I've visited four or five times now in the last year. And the differences in how people speak and think about taxation are significant. Um, university education in Norway is free for all, funded by the taxpayer. You can become a qualified doctor or lawyer, and the state has paid for your training and education. Uh, the concept of private or independent education does not exist with all pupils, rich and poor, going to local but well-funded state schools. But the thing that is notable is how the Norwegians, but also Danes and, and Swedes, are proud and happy to pay their taxes because of their overt wish to help wider society, to spread wealth 
and to include all. The spirit of openness in countries such as Norway means, for example, that you can go to your computer, log in, and see how much tax your neighbour paid last year. It is a strikingly different system from many other parts of the world. But yes, here in the UK, the likelihood is that we will all have to pay more in taxation in order to fund the current borrowings. And it is important that we all readily agree to do so. When you are older, in years 12 and 13, you'll be able to study at Hampton Court House a subject called economics. It's a, it's a fascinating branch of knowledge which explores how societies use their resources and how wealth is created and distributed. What this recent crisis has shown is that the true value of some of our lower paid workers, not just our care workers, nurses and hospital support staff, but also those who work so hard on low wages, frankly, to stock the shelves in our supermarkets. These are the people who have kept the country going and not without personal risk. The full contribution to society their full contribution to society is without measure. For we have learned, if we needed reminding, that a person's true value is not what they earn, but what they give to society. And when we're through this period, let us all build a less individualistic, a more generous, a more humane society, where respect for all people, whatever their wealth or background, is the order of the day. And on that note, children, do continue to play your part. Keep your bedroom tidy, clear away after yourself, help with the washing up, and continue to follow all the advice in order to control the virus. Have a good day.